The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be jumping right into John chapter 2, because why not? Hi guys, welcome back to the Why Not Podcast with me, Connor JC, and I hope that you have had a good week. I I was just having a really weird moment before I started recording. This week has gone so slowly. I was thinking, it was Monday that I went and um, I was playing football, and that feels like a whole lifetime ago. Today's Friday. Like, wow. It doesn't even feel like a Friday. Huh. Uh, how's your week, guys? <laughs> Honestly, I am exhausted. F- and I've done nothing. And uh, my hand hurts. I'm not sure if you saw my TikTok today, if if you follow me on TikTok. But I, I was going and getting some, some tea. And the lady didn't put the lid on properly. So when she gave it to me, as I was leaving it just exploded and it went all over my hand and it really stings so yeah feel sorry for me okay thank you anyway enough about me let's jump into john chapter 2 on the third day there was a wedding at cana in galilee and the mother of jesus was there jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples when the wine ran out the mother of jesus said to him they have no wine And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drunk the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this he went down to Capernaum, with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple, with the sheep and oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, Take these things away, do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? but he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people, and needed no one to bear witness about man, 
for he himself knew what was in man. Amen. So that was John chapter 2. I think that John has a really interesting writing style, and I was kind of critiquing it yesterday, but obviously he is a eyewitness. He, he is John, the disciple, who, who saw Jesus and saw the risen Jesus. So I find it really interesting how he kind of doesn't really write things like an autobiography, but it's like he is just, he's writing with a purpose. And we find out the purpose of why he's writing, like, almost toward the end of this whole kind of book. But we see, like, those glimpses of, I think it's called Breaking the Fourth Wall, where he's kind of, like, talking to us, where he's like, you know, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. So this is, like, talking about after Jesus was was raised. And it just kind of ties everything together really early. I, yeah, I, I, I like this. And also, the, the story of the wedding at Cana, I think it's important to note that there are seven times in John's Gospel where Jesus says, my hour has not yet come or just things on that kind of vibe. So I'm definitely going to say watch out for those. And yeah, what are your thoughts on this chapter? If you've watched The Chosen, <laughs> like I, I was reading this and in my head, the scene of The Chosen was just going on with the, with the wedding feast. Uh, like, <laughs> I feel like such a cringy, cheesy, mainstream Christian right now, which is everything I try not to be. But I have to admit, such a good TV show. And the way that this kind of wedding feast is depicted, like, it just, it really just adds a little extra spice when reading. But anyway, those were just my random thoughts. I will leave you some study questions in my Instagram. And yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to drop me an email at whynotpodcast.gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram. But anyway, I maybe will speak to you guys on Sunday. And if not, I'll see you on Monday for John chapter three. Until then, goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one.